All right, this is Pastor Rick Bowen, and welcome back to The Prophetic Angle. You know, this morning I had a dream, and I woke up out of a dead sleep at 4.30 a.m. And the dream was what some people probably would call a nightmare. I don't know where we got the idea that every dream that had drama in it or every dream that had a tragedy in it was a nightmare because somehow I don't think that that, that is the right word for this dream. Although I'm looking at the definition of a nightmare right now. It says a frightening or unpleasant dream. And then it says a terrifying or a very unpleasant experience or prospect. And then a person or thing or situation is very difficult to deal with. Well, the dream wasn't really a pleasant dream. Let me tell you about it, and I'm going to tell you what I feel like it signifies prophetically. In the dream, and I don't remember the very first part of the dream, but in the dream I had gone to some kind of an event. And this event, as the dream developed, seemed to be some distance from my uh, automobile. So I got out and I went to the venue, I went to the facility, and all I remember is while I was in the facility, a um, number of things happened that fade from my memory, but someone at some point pushed some food around in front of me, and I, it was good food. Don't get me wrong. The food looked really good, and uh, I saw one or two other people in the uh, area that I knew, and I looked down at the food, and the food looked good, but I didn't want it because... I was trying to uh, watch my health and my weight and probably now that I'm looking back at the dream, my immune system. Now you got to understand that we are um, facing a possible, uh, at least the threat of mandatory vaccines and not only that, we've had uh, mandatory mask wearing. That Some of those mandates are being lifted by the states right now. In fact, I think ours was lifted um, today as a general rule. And uh, that may be part of the reason why this dream came down. But I believe if it, if it was, it was a small part. So I was watching my immune system, my weight, and, and how much food I was eating. But everything began to happen really quick here. Because I think they had, you know, it was like a restaurant with televisions around the wall or whatever. So you could um, hear the news and different things going on on these televisions, at, or at least a speaker system. And um, maybe it was the weather that was on one of them. But we got this notification that a hurricane was approaching. Now, this brings to memory that this venue was on the coast. It was on the uh, coast, coast uh, maybe next to the beach, and probably the Gulf Coast, so the Gulf of Mexico. So I, I'm thinking, for whatever reason I'm saying this, I'm just speculating a little bit, but maybe around Gulfport or Biloxi, Mississippi. But at any rate, it was on the Gulf Coast, 
and we got this notification that two uh, days from that day, that hurricane would hit that shoreline. And we had two days to get out. Now, when that happened, things began to happen really rapidly. Because even though the notification said the hurricane was two days away, it was as if the hurricane was striking just almost immediately thereafter. Because the wind began to whip around, the rain, uh, the building we were in, all of a sudden it seemed like a tin building. It seemed like a, a, a shack. Whereas before it had been a strong facility, now all of a sudden... It seemed like the rain and the wind were coming in and the building was about to just collapse, uh, almost like a dilapidated pole barn or something. And this indicates to me that we're living in a time where a lot of people's confidence has been um, tried and to the point where their their confidence is um, not completely nullified, but their confidence is uh, shaken. Their confidence is shaken. Their uh, the structure of their the paradigms, their their belief, their purview has been so disoriented and so scrabbled and confused that they don't know who to believe. And so all of a sudden, the, the storm that was two days away was already there. Uh, not the full brunt of it, but enough to cause everybody to flee. And as we were fleeing, we heard over the loudspeaker that there was no more border to the country. Now, all this was happening simultaneously. The storm was coming. The building was collapsing. I had already been presented food that I didn't want, and that seems like a different issue, but then we heard that the border of the country was completely gone and people were coming in, you know, there was no number given, but I'll just say they were just pouring through the border, uh, kind of like what you're hearing about now, but even exponentially worse than what you're hearing about now. It's like they were just millions, I'll just say it that way, it may sound like a hyperbole, but millions of people were coming across the border. And I had this sense that America, people in America were um, completely terrified at what had happened. No more borders. Now let me point out to you that that, that is a very real a geographic problem. It's a, a real immigration problem. It's a real um, COVID-19 problem. It's a real cartel problem, a drug problem, a child trafficking, sex trafficking, human trafficking problem. And we're talking about now primarily the uh, border with Mexico and all the Latin American countries, but the people coming from all over the world and coming up through that border it's a real catastrophic problem that we're having right now. So that was what was being said, and that may be the first thing you think about, but may I point out to you that all the borders, the parameters of our definitions 
our language, our history, our paradigms of male and female, um, all the traditional values, American patriotic values, biblical values, Judeo-Christian values, constitutional precepts, they've all been eroded. All the borders of everything that makes us distinct, unique, strong, and um, desirable, where people would want to come from the other countries to us, they've all been eroded, and now the enemies in this sense. Now, I'm not talking about the uh, poor people that are just trying to find a better life, but the enemies of our souls are coming across the borders of our faith and value systems. And not to mention the Chinese Communist Party. I could really go off in many directions right here, but I just want to kind of share this dream with you. So we were all fleeing. We all began to flee, and we're hearing all this simultaneously. Okay, as we fled, we got two days before the hurricane gets to us, but the storm had already arrived. The gale wind force was such that people were fleeing, trying to get to their automobiles and get out of Dodge, you know. And I had this sense, I'm not going to make it to my automobile. It was like, I don't know, it seemed like it was two blocks away, but the blocks were big blocks, so maybe four blocks away. And I, I had this sense I couldn't find my keys. I didn't know if I could get my keys and get my car. And then I woke up. And when I woke up, it was 4.30 a.m. And almost immediately, I had this sense that 4 is April and 30th is the 30th day of April. So April the 30th. And... Uh, if that was a nightmare, then I was caught in the storm. I couldn't get to my car. I couldn't escape the catastrophes that were upon us and going to consume us. And, uh, you know, that particular thought bothered me. And I woke up at 4.30 and it's like the Holy Spirit said, uh, several things about 4.30. But not 4.30 a.m. so much, but April the 30th, the fourth month, the 30th day. He pointed out to me that, Rick, the thing is that was prophetic in that the country is going through this and there's more to come. But the good thing is, Rick, you woke up. You had an awakening you had a great awakening. So you woke up out of the turmoil. You woke up out of the tumult. You woke up out of the catastrophe. catastrophe. You, you, woke, you woke up and it was a great awakening. So I believe that on the 30th of April, somewhere thereabouts, there's going to be a great awakening for somebody now, I don't know if this is a revival in a church, a revival in America, or just you're listening to this and there's going to be a great awakening for you, or somebody you know, somebody is going to be awakened to what's going on. And when they awake, then they escape the deceptions. Because a lot of these things that are occurring simultaneously 
are deceptions and delusions and snares of the enemy. It's going to be an awakening. So there's going to be an awakening that's going to cause some people to escape, and then there's going to be a rude awakening that's going to ensnare some. Those that think they have gotten away with things are going to have a rude awakening. And those that think they haven't gotten away because they've been caught up in, in this volcanic eruption in America that has spewed out lava of all kinds, magma, and, and just seems like it's going to destroy the country. But there's going to be a simultaneous awakening to the truth of what's going on and also a rude awakening for those that think they've covered up their shenanigans and their corruption. There's something about the 30th of April that applies to somebody or something or a number of somebodies. And it could be just, as I look at it, that it is the last day of April. And the old adage goes, April showers bring May flowers. So we've got about three and a half weeks left in this month. And I think a lot of things are going to begin to happen. But something good, I believe, is on the way for a lot of us that feel like we have been inundated and overwhelmed with the breach of the parameters of our values and faith. And um, I just believe we're going to see some great things. So I want to encourage you to hold on and then also realize that when you start to see these people who think they have escaped with impunity, they're nefarious plots and conspiracies come to justice, they're going to have a rude awakening. Now, I might mention that with this uh, trial that's going on right now, that it may play a role, it, it will play a role probably with some of these things I've described as, to, as relates to a storm, because I, I I just don't see how, and I don't know when the, the trial will conclude, but I don't see how, um, if there's anything less than the verdict that are some ex expecting to happen, that there's not going to be some more riots in some places. So, you know, depending on where you live, you might want to uh, take heed. Um, some people live in good places, but we're all living... I'm supposing in America, or we're all affected by the, you know, animosities and the enmities of people. So, you know, get ready to see some things that you don't want to see, but at the same time, understand what's actually happening. There is a big plan uh, that has been underway for actually decades and years. And I don't want to, if, if I keep going, I won't stop, but I'm going to bring this to a conclusion. And uh, a lot of the things we're seeing now were not accidental, coincidental, and they, they are following the trajectory of this plan to destroy our country, to attack the church, to attack the people of God, to attack you, to cause you to give up your faith and to put you in bondage.
But the good thing is I woke up at 4.30. Somebody's going to awaken for good. Maybe that's the revival. Maybe that's uh, a significant quantum leap into the revival that we've been expecting. But also, there's going to be some rude awakening for others. So whether it's one or two, maybe it's you and me, or whether it's thousands or millions, there's going to be some awakenings of all kind as a result of what we're seeing. Now, what does the two days mean? Well, I don't think it was... In the dream, it was two 24-hour days. Um, but notice the storm gale winds were already impacting the, the structure. Uh, so here's what you need to do. Fortify your faith. Make sure that you don't have flimsy faith systems. Get in your church, get taught, get equipped, get strengthened, get in a support system and stay there. Don't run around and be um, separated from the body of Christ because of some of the things that some of the people that, some may mean well, but some of them are out there bashing the church. You need to get in your local church and let that be a place of shelter for you and dwell in the secret place of the Most High under the shadow of the Almighty and say to the Lord, He is my refuge. So Psalm 91 again comes into the picture and I hope this has been a blessing to you as we've described the rest of this month as we end on April the 30th. Now, it's kind of seeming coincidental that I woke up at 4.30 in the morning, but the thing that came to me was April the 30th as a pivotal point of some kind. Maybe we'll see it, maybe we'll not, but I believe it will definitely be a pivotal point especially as it sends us into May with great expectation. Have a great day, and don't forget to share the prophetic angle with your friends. And don't forget I'm on Rumble, the prophetic angle, and also on Gab TV. Gab TV is getting a lot of views right now. So the prophetic angle is also on Rumble and Gab TV. Have a great day. Wow.